winter might look bleak in many ways. And from the responses to the post that I posted this morning, the check-in post about how are you doing this holiday season, it's different this year. But Christmas is here to remind us of miracles and of hope and of the wonder of who Jesus is. And so if you think others would benefit from praying for that, a Christ-focused wonder in the middle of a dark season, now would be an amazing time to share this broadcast. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. We're diving into episode 74, and we're meditating on the wonder of the Christmas miracle. But before we do that, we're going to open with a bit of worship prayer. This week, we are focusing on the name of God, Elohim. Elohim is a Hebrew word for God that we see in the very first sentence of the Bible. It reminds us that God is the father of all creation. It's an ancient name for God that contains the idea of God's creative power in, as we see in that first sentence, but also his authority and his sovereignty. Elohim is the plural of the word El or Eloah, one of the oldest designations for divinity in the world. So as we think about when we were talking about the name Jehovah, or Yahweh. That is a proper noun. It's a name. It's like you calling me Michelle, or me calling you Holly, or Bernice, or Vanessa. But Elohim is a common noun used to refer to deity. Now, I don't mean common as in not important, but common noun when we talk about the, like a, as opposed to the proper noun, which is someone's actual name. So enough of that because I'm stumbling over my words. We're going to go straight to our verse, which is Psalm 109, 26. And I put in the actual translated uh, names in here instead of God. So it says, help me, O Yahweh, my Elohim. Save me because of your mercy. So let's pray. Father Yahweh, my Elohim. I do ask, as in this verse, that you would save me because of your mercy. I know you have done that, and I celebrate that today. I celebrate that because I know that you are the source of all creative power in the universe. You breathed, you spoke, and galaxies came into being, seas formed, moisture separated from the sky and the earth, animals came into being, you created man. All of that creative power, everything we know comes from that creative power, but it also means that you have authority over all of it, sovereignty over all of it. When I create a painting, it is mine. All that you have created is yours, and I worship you for that today. I honor you for that today. I recognize your sovereignty and your authority in my life, and I confess if there are areas that I have not given you that sovereignty, if I have not allowed you to work your will in that area of my life, I, I turn it over to you now and I ask for your forgiveness. Pray that you would show yourself as Elohim in my life today and in all of those who are listening. As we go forward with this prayer time, I pray that you would guide my words and my mouth. I feel like they're stumbling over each other today. So I ask that you would guide this time. Let it be whatever you want it to be because we are here to honor you. And I pray that these would be a sweet offering to you today. In Jesus' name, amen. 
this month we're working through an Advent series. So we're in the second week of that series, and that will take us up through the Christmas week. Four words. We're talking about a word each week. Last week was separate. This week is meditate. We're meditating on the wonder that is Christmas. Next week is anticipate, and then we will be in celebrate. We're talking about the miraculous nature of the birth of Jesus and its promise. So today we have two verses. Galatians 4, 4 and 5 says this, But when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law, so that he could adopt us as his very own children. Isaiah 9, 6, a very familiar verse, especially at this time of year, says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. All right, y'all, let's pray those verses. Lord God, we are thinking about the wonder that is your birth this week and your life and your death and your coming to earth. And this, these two verses combined tell us that you sent your son at the right time. It was the perfect time. Of all the times in the world, you sent your son at the right time. He was born of a woman Mary, that's actually what I was thinking about when I was distracted before this broadcast started. This teenager, this woman who you designed to be the mother of your son, the mother of a God child, subject to the law, he came. You sent him to do all of this, to buy our freedom with his life. You knew what was going to happen. You sent him. He chose to be obedient to all who were under the law, and so he died so that we could be free, so that he could adopt us as his very own children. A child was born to us, to humanity. It was, a, it was God's glory wrapped in human flesh. You gave us your son so that the government could be on his shoulders. And we are calling him today Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Everlasting is the word that just jumped off that page to me, probably because I'm talking about it next week in the broadcast, but everlasting. It doesn't matter what our circumstances are. It doesn't matter that this doesn't feel like a normal Christmas. I mean, it matters to us in our hearts, but whatever our circumstances are, you are the same from everlasting. So no matter what kind of a mess we find ourselves in, we know that you are there you are our Prince of Peace. You are our wonderful counselor and a mighty God. I honor you for that today. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that today. I'm grateful that as we move through this season, we can hang our hats on the fact that you are there and you never change and you came for us, for me. You chose to enter this world in what must have been this beautiful, holy moment in time. And as you cried your first breath here, I feel like the whole world would have been holding its breath. Like, look what has just come to earth. And I pray that as we have this experience of moving through the season, that we would collectively be reminded of that wonder, that we would collectively hold our breath for that holy moment 
Now for us, thankfully, that holy moment of your presence here on earth is with us all the time. I'm so amazed that we are in this season where your presence, that glory, resides within my heart, resides within me, is with me at all times. I don't have to go to the temple and come into your presence. You are with me. You're with me when Christmas doesn't feel normal. You're with me when there's no work. You're with me when we're struggling to pay bills. You're with me when things are amazing and beautiful and joyful and loving and fun. You're with me when we have lots of people around and celebrations and gifts. And you're with me when there are no gifts and no people and darkness. Your presence is here. And I'm so, so, so grateful for that today. And I, I recognize that and I honor that and I ask you to awaken that wonder in us. That wonder that you as a baby were sent, as a child were born, who is wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm so grateful that you joined me for prayer today. If you're watching this broadcast on Grace in the Gravel Road and you found it helpful, we will be back again on Monday with another episode. We'll be moving into anticipate, the idea of anticipating the birth and invite somebody to come and join you here at 10 o'clock on Monday morning. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend will allow more people to know about it and join us as we pray. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road, giving you the truth and the tools to help you live the life God wants of you. My heart is that as you and I pray together, as we do this each twice weekly or whatever we're doing now, that we would all grow in our prayer lives and that I would grow in mine just as you're growing in yours and that God would use this time to speak to our hearts, to direct our lives. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. Amen. 